Today's daf is daf tzadik ches in Baba Kamas. We live for Achenu Kol Beis Yisrael and for Aliyah Neshama of Chanochenech Ben Yosef Hakohen Ben Yosef and Rachel Bat Moshe. So we uh, we learned for Ilu Nishmatam as well. Now yesterday we got to tzadik ches on the base actually on on the base of today's daf at the two dots about twenty lines down on the page, and the Mishnah had said. That if you stole chametz and over of a pesach, there's no change in the bread. It's the same loaf of bread. You could return it as is, even though it's worthless afterwards. Chametz of a pesach, it doesn't have any value now. It's basically, at least rabbanan. And yet you say you could say So the Gemara had this discussion. Mantana, who is the author of this idea that Omri Surya no? When it comes to Esar no, I stole this thing, it was worth something then. Now it's no longer worth anything. I could just say, well, I'm giving it back to you. The thing is intact, I haven't changed. So Rav Chista is Omar Rav Chista, Rabbi Yaakov. So let's see, this is an issue over here. Rav Chista says it only goes like Rabbi Yaakov. Where do we have Rabbi Yaakov Shita? The Tanya, Shor Shehemus, a Shor that killed a person. And now you take the, the, the Shor to the court, 23, to determine if you're going to sentence him to death. Before there was final sentencing, you could sell the animal and it sold. If you're allowed to eat it. If this, this animal that killed somebody but has not yet been judged in court, not sentenced in court, returns this, it was under a shomer's jurisdiction and he returned it to the owner, he's done his job, he's, he's off the hook, he returned it. Misha Nigmardino once it was sentenced already to death, now it's worth nothing. You can't sell it. It's not sold. You're selling something that's not worth anything. It's Asr Bahana. See, it's supposed to be killed now. If you shecht it, you're allowed to eat it. If the Shomer was in charge of it, but now it's been sentenced to death, and now he tries to return it, it's not returned. Why? Because it's not worth anything. You you. Uh, you were you had a I had an animal that was uh, I gave you to watch and it was worth something. Now it's been sentenced to death. Rabbi Yaakov Omer Af Mishenig Merdino Hechziro Shamer Lebalav Mochzer. Rabbi Yaakov says no, even though it's Asr Banah, and now because it's sentenced to death, right? And you can't have an awe from it, you could still return it. So Rav Chista says that the author of our Mishnah, who says Chometz Vavalav Pesach, you could say Arishachal Panecha, you stole Chometz before Pesach, and now it's after Pesach, you could just return it as is, even though it's worthless now. Um, who is that? Rav Chitz says that's Rabbi Yaakov Shita, who says that even in the case of sentencing an animal to death, you can and you were guarding it, you can return it. You can return it. You say I'm giving it back to you. That's Rav Chitz Shita. Rav Chitz says that the author of our Mishnah is Rabbi Yaakov. My love, I'll come you. What's the machlokes between Rabbi Yaakov and the Tanakama? Right? Rabbi Yaakov suffer Omer Bisurei No even though it's also you could say, I'm giving it back to you. I don't care if it's worth nothing now. The thing is intact. And Rabbanan don't say that. That's why they say that if the animal was sentenced to death, uh, you cannot return it. You can, you're not Yotze. You, you're a Shomer, didn't return it. You didn't do your job. You, you're responsible for it. So that's Rav Chisashita. So the the author of our Mishnah is Rav Yaakov. Amale Rabba, so Rabba disagrees, is low. The Kuyama, I mean, it's Rabbanah, Everybody holds that even by you can say Why are they arguing only about an animal that was condemned to death, sentenced to death? Talk about Chomets for Pesach. The Mishnah said Chomets for Pesach, right? 
that you return Chomets Pesach, you share Shev Panecha. And in this Brisa, they don't argue about Chomets for Pesach. They don't argue about Chomets for Pesach or about these other things that, um, uh, right, a Shor Shemes. So they're only arguing about a Shor Shemes before judgment versus after judgment. Why don't they argue about Chomets for Pesach like we saw in our Mishnah? Uh, they don't argue there. So, so Rabbi answered him. Why don't is also and yet our mission says you can return it. So everybody knows Rabbi says that what Rav Chista said that our mission is only Rabbi Yaakov Shita, even though, yes, at the end we'll see that it is Rabbi Yaakov Shita at the very end of the mission, because the end of the Mishnah, you look back in the Mishnah two, two thousand ago, it said, the animal was being taken out to be killed, Skiwa. It means it's been sentenced to death. You can still have that part of the mission certainly goes to Yaakov. But the question over here is who is the author who says, in general, you can say, that's Yaakov. Says, Rabbi, no. Everybody holds of you can still say, otherwise, why don't they argue about Chomets for Pesach? And there's no argument about that. So, what's if everybody holds that you could buy, even though it's Asrbano, like Chomets for Pesach, I could return and say, I could say, you know, whatever it was, that the uh, something became invalid, or or I could say, okay, listen, um, everybody holds that, even if it's also something that's also like everybody says that. So what's the machlokus by the sentence by the animal that was sentenced to death? That the Rabbanans say if it's sentenced to death, you can't return it. And and uh, Yaakov says, even if it's sentenced to death, you can return it. And your yod say that way. So what's the machlokas there? Ella says Rabba says Rabba Ella um, Ella Amarabba Hacha Begomen Dina Shalshor Shlobefan Kibikdei. Can you sentence a animal to death in absentia? The animal's not here. Can you do that or not? My, what, what are we talking about? Rabban Sabi Ain Domen Dina Shalshor Shlobefan. You cannot sentence them. Yes, you have to sentence the animal to death, and it's a court of twenty-three and all that. But the animal has to be here. The Amar Lake. So the owner of the animal could tell the Shomer. Who under whose jurisdiction and apparently killed somebody and was sentenced to death? The Isis Nella had you given the animal to me, I would have uh, put it out in the forest in a swamp somewhere. And uh, since they can't sentence him to death when he's not there, the animal's not there, right? It's pretty hard to identify the animal. They all they all look alike, right? But the animal's not here. You can't sentence him to death. Had you returned the animal to me before you took him to court? I could have just sent him away and he wouldn't have been sentenced to death because he can't be sentenced to death in absentia. Hashem Masarta, now Masarti, and now you've given the animal over to the court, the Admi Dilomatsina Shdui Dirabade, in the hands of somebody that I can't fight with. I can't fight with the court because the court has witnesses that this animal killed somebody and they're going to kill him to death. It's your fault. You know, that's what the Rabbanans say. It's not that uh, something that's also you cannot return. That's why you could return. But over here, like in the case of Chomets and Pesach, you stole chametz before Pesach. After Pesach, you can return it and say, I'm giving you back your chametz. The same thing. The reason that they disagree in the case where the animal was sentenced to death, that they said that's not a valid returning, is not because it's Asr Bano, but rather because they have, the owner has a good argument. Why didn't you return the animal to me before? Why didn't you take him to the court? You took him to the court, then I can't fight with him. Had you given him to me, I could have just sent the animal away, put him in a barn somewhere or out in the swamp or out in the field. They wouldn't have been able to bring him to court and the animal wouldn't have been killed. So it's your fault. That's why Rabbi Yaakov Sover, Goman Dinah Shashor Shlobafana, Rabbi says, no, you can sentence the animal to death even in absentia. So the animal would have been would have been sentenced to death anyway. Domele Mayapula, what did I do? So, so, Papi Gomele Dinah Shlobafana, they would have sentenced to death anyway. So I didn't cause you any harm. 
animal would have been sentenced to death anyway. I didn't do anything. It's it's what we call hezek shein and nicker. You can't see the damage, and uh, and and even though it's also banal, you can return it. So Rabbah disagreed with Rukhis. Rukhis said that that the who is the one who says that uh, it, we by Israel now we say Harish Chavanacha. That's Rabbi Yaakov. True, the end of the mission is Rabbi Yaakov because the end of the mission is talking about this case of an animal that was sentenced to death. Uh, can you say And that's Rabbi Yaakov. But the general idea that Easter Bano, like Hamas of Pesach, is only Rabbi Yaakov, no, that could even be like everybody. Ashkur of Chisla Rabba, Rabba still wanted to maintain his argument. And he said that only Rabbi Yaakov is the one who says that something else Rabbi you could say He found Rabbi Shmuel, he was trying to find some uh, support for his shita that it's only Rabbi Yaakov who holds that, uh, that Asr uh, Bano, you could say Reshach Vanecha. Amalei, Tanis me to be Sorana. Did you learn anything in the Mishnah from about Sorana? Amalei, and Tanin of Heshvaz Gelshia, I basically say, like, you have to return the thing you stole. Matamalamashia Gozao that you stole. Yasser Kane Shigoz, you got to return it the way you stole it. If you stole a, pay, uh, a, a coin and it became a uh, puzzle, it became voided, Paris, Kibu, Paris, and they got rotten. Yain the Hichmitz, Truma Benit became Tamei, Chomets Rabbala Pesach. Was done with it, so you can't uh, you can't use it. And he said carbon. And sure, before it was sent to death, you could say we said also that this is the case of the we saw yesterday review the shita that even when it comes to an, a coin that was voided, it wasn't totally voided because then it's like broken. It's not good anywhere. It just was voided in this country, but it could still be used somewhere else. So in all these cases, we say man Who is the one who says? That it's only what you're going to turn it on from Nigbardina before it was sentenced to death. After not, Rabbanan, that's Rabban Batani Rabba Pesach. So you see that even the Rabbanan say, Chomets Rabba Pesach, you can say, Because in this case, all these cases are something went bad, something happened to it, Truman became Tame, Chomets Rabba Pesach, you can say, if it wasn't sent, if it wasn't an animal that was sentenced to death yet. So you see, who is the one who makes that difference between before sentencing and after sentencing? It's the Rabbanan. So they say, Chomets Rabba Pesach, Abreshach so Rav Chista, who asked Rabbi Barshmuel for some support, just the opposite. He gave him proof against him. Because Rav Chista says that the only one who said that Asr um, Bano, you could say Rav is Rav Yaakov, here it's the Rabbanan. Because Rabbanan say it's only good. When can you say Rav Only if an animal that wasn't sentenced yet. That's the Rabbanan sheet, not Rav Yaakov. And yet when it comes to Chometz with Pesach, something that's Asr Bano, they say you could say Rav Chavanecha. Rav Chista said to him, if you find the Bnei Yeshiva, don't tell them this thing below me. They don't mention this then because this is another proof against me. So this is a support against me. So don't, don't mention that. I don't want to be even more refuted. But he was a few, he was refuted. So now in this last price, so we said, what do you mean? In our Mishnah, we said, if you stole fruits and they all went bad, so you were coded then. That's a shinimasa, right? That's a change in the, uh, in the uh, if it's not in the name, it's certainly in the substance so you recorded them, and you have to pay for the payers. Why do you say Reish Chofanecha? Avatana Mishnah the payers for Kibum Sham Kishas like Zayli. You got to pay what they were worth when you stole them. Now they're worth. Now they're garbage. They they're all rotted. Amar Papa Kanchevi Kibum Kanchevi Kibumitzasan. Our Mishnah speaking about when they all ruined. They're all ruined. They all rotted. So that's certainly a change. And you were recorded them by the change. The Gazan was recorded them, so he has to pay back Kishas like Zayli what they were worth when he stole. But over here Kanchevi Kibumitzasan. But over here went only a little bit. Anybody knows if you have fruits in the house, little by little, they start to go bad. So if you stole a, a, a bushel of uh, fruits and a few went bad, that's normal. That's normal. So then you could say, but if they all went bad, that's already a change.
Now, <clears throat> we've been talking about ghosts. If you steal something, and what's the concept here? That if you steal something and there was a change made to it, either a change in the name or a change in the physical aspect of the item, we said, right? Whether it's, a, however, there was a change, she itself is Kona, um, right? I mean, the name has to change, or if it's not, uh, uh, if it's considered a, an important change, like an animal that got old, all those changes makes the goslin acquire it. What about a craftsman? If a craftsman messed up something, right, does he also acquire it? Now, that's going to be our discussion right now. Says the Mishnah. You gave some, you gave a, an item. We're going to talk about a sheet of table. A sheet is like a wagon that women sat in. It's like a little wagon, a box, a wagon. Teva is a box, a chest. A migdal is like an aron, a closet of some sort. So let's say you gave something to a craftsman to fix. The Kuklon, he ruined it. He has to pay. He damaged it. He has to pay. Nasan lecharash. He gave a charash. Charash is not a cheverish. A deaf person. Charash here is a nagar, a carpenter. She the teva migil. One of these items. One of these kalim. Let's talk into fix. We kill cool. And he ruined it. Chayav l'shalim. Now is this mishnah when the mishnah says lasan letake? And then he's giving an example. She the teva migil. Or those two different things. We'll see. Abanaya builder. She kibulah of listor asikos. Let's say he he took a job. You know, contractor. To knock down this wall, he only was supposed to take down the wall, but you but maintain the stones. But he broke the stones. or he damaged them. In other words, he messed up. He has to pay. Let's say he was knocking down this wall, and the other side fell down, and the other side it fell down, and it wasn't his fault. Then he's potter. But if it's because of the big, the strong uh, blows that he was knocking it, he should have anticipated then his chayv. So you have to determine each case. His responsibility, but the general idea is here <clears throat> that if you gave something to an uman to a craftsman to fix and he ruined it, he has to pay for it. Amravasi, so Ravasi says a big chiddush. Ravasi says that a craftsman, in a way, is like a goslin who made a change to it and he acquires it. So what is Amravasi? That's if you gave him a completed item. You gave the carpenter an item. I have a, I have a, a chair or a box or something, a chest, and it's loose. Can you, you know, put some more screws in, some more nails? I want you to tighten it up. And he messed up and he broke it. He knocked in a nail. He didn't do it professionally and he broke it. Let's say he gave him wood. I gave him some wood. I gave him some two by four, some planks, I gave him some wood to make uh, to make a sheet of migil. And now he built that. And then he broke it. He doesn't have to pay for the sheet of tamil. He has to pay for the wood because that's like he took it. Knows he made a change in the wood. At the point that he made the change in the wood, he acquired it. It's his till he gives it. Till he gives it. Till he gets paid and gives the item back. So over here, that's his point. Ravasi says, "My time." Right. He. This is this is Ravasi's shita. And we'll see. Not everybody agrees, but he says the craftsman acquires the improvement of the cleat. So it's one thing if you gave me a box, you gave me something to fix, you gave me a suit, let's say, a tailor or whatever, and he rips it, he has to pay. But if I gave him some raw material and he built it into a suit, he uh, crafted it into a suit, or I gave him a, a, a carpenter, I gave him some wood to make into a box, and he built the box and then he broke it, you know what? He only has to pay for the wood. Because when he melt, built the box, he acquired it. Just like a goslin, when he makes a change in it, he acquired it. So that's the idea here. Umen kona bishvach kli. That's Ravasi Shita. So he says, our mission is only speaking about where only shade of a migdal. Tanan, okay, wait a minute. What our mission say? Our mission is 
My love, Yovel Aitzim. As I'm speaking, where you gave him wood, and what do you say that he has to pay the full amount? The full amount. You don't say he just has to pay for the wood. Mashbi, you have to pay for all his damage. Slow. He gave him a shirt of Miguel already. That's when he broke that. Then he has to pay because he broke it. He broke my item. He's got to pay for it. But if I gave him wood, he's safer. The safer is a shirt of Miguel. The Reisha ate him. Smash with it. The Reisha is talking about Stam ate him. And if I gave him ate him and he built the shirt of Miguel and he broke it, he would also just have to, he would have to pay for the shirt of Miguel. You have to pay for the cleat. I mean, no, Prushka Mafarishla. Maybe the second part of the mission is explaining the first part. Kate the Mishnah says, if you gave an omen to fix something he broke, you have to pay. What's an example of that? What's the case of Nasa? How is that a case where you gave an omen something to fix and he broke and you have to pay what he, for his damage? She gave a chorash, she gave him a migdol. But if you only gave him wood and he made it into a box, made it into a kli, and now he broke it, you don't have to pay for the wood. You wouldn't have to pay for the broken kli. These are the ratio. If you tell me the ratio is eight him that what but wood alone, if you gave him wood and he built that and he ruined it, you'd have to pay for the item that he built. Ashdash mean an eight sim you say eight have to pay You don't say that woman acquires if you don't say like Ravasi, so she tell me me boy, certainly you'd have to pay in a case like that where you gave him a he gave you a clean, you broke it. So it must be. It must be that it's Ketza, that the the second case is is explaining the first line of the Mishnah. Imar says, no, that's not a proof. You can't prove it from that. Because Tana Sefer would be a Reisha. Could very well be that the Reisha is talking about Eitzim, and the Sefer is talking about, the last second line of the Mishnah is talking about Shiatim and Migdol. And why did he sell the Sefer to reveal that the Reisha, Shalotam, a Reisha, Shiatim and Migdol, Reisha, Aval Eitzim, Lo, so the safe is that the is also It could very well be that what? Not like Ravasi. Ravasi says that Uman Kona Shvach Kli, and we're saying no, not necessarily. Could very well be that the Rasha is talking about Aitzim. He gave him Aitzim and he bailed dead in Shev Mil. He has to pay for the damage. And um, and the safe is talking about Shevet Migdal. Why did he tell you both? Certainly, if, if he gave you wood, if you gave him wood. And he built that into a big dough and, and into a box. And then he broke it. If he has to pay there, certainly if you gave him the box already and he broke it, he has to pay. To tell me both cases. Shalot Tomar says, So you can't prove it from there. There's no solid proof from the Mishnah either way. But that's Ravasi Shita. Let's bring a proof to Ravasi from the Mishnah we're going to learn on Shabbos. I know saying, you gave wool to a dyer. And in the urn, in the pot where the uh, where he has the chemicals in there, the dye, the dyes burnt the wool. He burnt it. No Saint demate Simro. So the dyer only has to pay for the wool, even though apparently it was already being colored, right? It was in the dye, the, the wool was in the uh, urn, and there was some dye there already, but it went too far and it and it burned. So why would he only have to pay uh for the tzemer? Why shouldn't he have to pay for the wool that was already improved? In other words, the wool was worth $10. He gave it to a dyer. The dyer put it into the urn, and the, 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 it already started to be colored. Now it's worth $15. But then it got burnt. So <clears throat> why don't you say over here, so how much does the dyer have to pay? Only for the wool, the $10. Why does he have to pay $15? Because it was already improved, if it still belonged to the owner. Uh, if, if, you say, if you say that what? That... Uh, that uh, the omen is not the omen is uh, not kona shvach kli if he doesn't acquire it. 
So it belongs to the owner. So it's I should pay the fifteen dollars that already has the has the color in it. So that again, also and Why not? Why shouldn't you pay for the shvach to elamai la lav shekdicho lachen apilo? It's like what we burnt it after it was already fell into the pot, meaning it started get it started to get coloring already, and then it got burned. Dika shvacha, there is some improvement, and you still you say that the dyer does not have to pay for the improved item. In other words, like the equipment would be for the box that he had made, right? And here we're talking about the wool that he had colored. He only has to pay for the wool. Shmam, you know, umen konishvachli. The answer is because when the umen added the coloring, he acquired that extra part. Until he gets paid, it's his. Like a goslin who made a shinu, he acquires it. So you see here also that umen's konishvachli. Omer Shmuel. Now Shmuel here, Rashi tells us an important thing. Kaimelon kishmuel bedina. We always paskin like Shmuel when it comes to dinim. So that's why Shmuel's answer is important. No, there was no improvement there. It burnt as soon as he put it into the into the uh, into the urn. As soon as he put it into the uh, the kettle where they uh, where he colored it, it burnt immediately. So there was no improvement. You can't say there was wool. It was improved, and then it got burnt. So you have to say, okay, does the dyer have to pay for the plain wool, or does he have to pay for the wool with the improvement? If you say that Uman Konishvachli, he owns it, so he doesn't have to pay for the uh, for the dye. He only has to pay for the uh, for the wool itself that he's ruined. But over here, it's not speaking about where it happened, it got colored, and then it got burned. It all happened at the same time. There was no improvement. That's why he pays for the wool. If it got burned after it fell in, my, would you say also, no, that according to Shmuel, you would pay to make Simra Ushvacho? Because why? Because Shmuel maintained that Umin is not come to the Shvachli. The improvement that was made still belongs to the uh, to the owner who commissioned him to do the job. Uh, would you say that? So Lema Shmuel less than Ravasi. So far, then Shmuel doesn't hold Ravasi. In other Ravasi says, Umen Konashvachli. And Shmuel would say, no, Umen is not Konashvachli. Over here, it's speaking about where there was no Shvach. But if there would be Shvach, Enochanami. The Umen would have to pay not only the cost of the wool, but the cost of the improvement. Because all along, it still belonged to the owner, not to the Umen, not to the craftsman. Because so, the, pardon? It comes uh, the uh, uh, craftsman's, mm -hmm. as soon as they're machinery, right? That's the discussion over here. Does he cone it as soon as there's a shini or not? Ravasi says yes. Shmuel apparently says no. Well, he can't go on it. He, he, he's the, the wool. The wool still belong. The wool. Yeah, he, he, but he has an. You're right. You're right. He has an obligation. The Goslin could also do whatever he wants with it, but he has an obligation to return it. He has an obligation to get paid and give back the item. It, it belongs to him in the sense that yes, he's technically the owner. But you can't do whatever you want. You have an obligation to return it, just like a goslin. Also, if he made a change to it, you know, it, it, he, he can do whatever he wants with it. But he has an obligation to return it. But what does he have an obligation to return? The original item, the original wool, the cost of the original wool, like the cost of the original animal, the cost of whatever you stole. And you're right. Okay, so so lemu shmuel less ravasi. So shmuel doesn't say. I'm like shmuel. No, it could be hachamayaskin. I'm not a shmuel saying. I'm not necessarily disagreeing with ravasi. It could very well be that omen is konashvachli. That if he made a change, he he owns it. So why over here you're saying that uh, if the if the burning took place after the coloring started, he should have to pay for the made summer Here it's speaking about where the wool and the um, chemicals, the ingredients and the dye, the dye, the dye materials themselves belong to the owner. The dye is just taking uh, just uh, paying his uh, paying his wages to do the job. In other words, where the owner gave the dyer the wool. And the dye material, and that's why the uh, the um, 
You can't say that the dyer acquired the improved item because it was all, all that belonged to the owner. So if that's the case, he should give him back. If he burned it, he should give him back the wool and the ingredients because the ingredients belong to the owner too. The owner gave him the wool and the ingredients. So if you messed it all up, give me back whatever whatever you stole, whatever you acquired. So that would be the case. Shmuel is simply trying to refute the proof. In other words, we wanted to bring a proof to Ravasi. The Roman Konishvachli from the case of the dye, because he said over here, if if it was burnt after the coloring was added, uh, if it was burnt after the coloring was added, and the Mishnah says you got to return the wool, why not the wool and the shvach? The answer is because the uh, the shvach he he acquired the the uh, dyer acquired that when he made that change, he acquired that. Is that a proof? So Roshmul says no, it's not a proof from there because that could be that case could be talking about where. Um, the burning took place before the improvement was made. In other words, he burnt the item as he put it into the kettle or into the urn, and therefore, all he was saying is that you can't refute, you can't bring a solid proof to Ravasi from there. So we have this Ravasi's opinion about Umen Konashvatli, but Shmuel doesn't necessarily agree with him, and that's what we're trying to say. Does Shmuel disagree with him? Because Shmuel, it's important to know what Shmuel holds. Rashi says in the third line, Hold Mahada Lok May Balking Masisin Kravasi the Kaman Kashmul so the Har Shmuel, since Shmuel is trying to refute Ravas, this proof to Ravasi, maybe we hold like Shmuel, and it's important to know if we pass like, like Ravasi. We don't pass like Ravasi, but the Gemara says that's not a proof here. Shmuel is simply trying to refute the proof, but it's not a proof that he what he holds himself. Tashma, let's bring another proof. And also, you gave your your garment to a craftsman uh, to to fix, to improve, whatever. Gumro, and he completed it. Vodio, and he let him know your item is ready to be picked up. Even if it's still sitting, you didn't get a chance to pick it up for 10 days. You're not over. Pusik says, right? You know, you have to pay a, a wages immediately. And the rules are different today when the people are, you know, salaried people get, uh, there's, there's, there's um, agreements as to how they're supposed to be paid. But basically, a day labor is supposed to be paid at the end of the day. So over here, he says, if you let him know, uh, that it's ready, he didn't pick it up yet. He's not over Shalom. Let's say, though, you return the item, the garment was fixed, and you return to him in, uh, at noon one day. If sunset happened, you got to pay him that day. If you say, wait a minute, the omen improved, the craftsman, he acquires, that means when he's made an improvement, when he's fixed, let's say you gave him a garment, you gave him some pants to, to tailor or whatever, you gave him pants, and he conned that. Am I why is he over Shomal Tolan? The Chorah, he is right. Baal Tolan is, if you have a worker who works for you, you got to pay him by the end of the day. But if the if you say, that the craftsman who improves an item, he owns that item until you pay for it. So when you pay for it, uh, you know, you're you're buying it back from him then, effectively. What's this business about wages? It's not wages. Omar, so if you say, this is a proof against Ravasi, we're talking about like the woolly substance that you were just, uh, here he didn't make an improvement. He didn't like, you know, add on pockets or zippers or something like that. He didn't make an improvement. What he did here was uh, that he just, we're talking about like the woolen part, the woolly substance he gave him to uh, flatten it out, to smooth it out. The like there's no improvement. And we're so, 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 so why did he give it to him? A little kuche to soften it up. <laughs> okay, so there was no, he didn't add a zipper or add a lining or, or extend it or whatever. Uh, he only softened it up. But so, okay, so the softening up is the improvement. So, so, my, what do you give it to the Kuchay? So, keep the Rakhay, Hanishvach, that's improvement. It's Lashrika. The Agre Lebichi, he hired him 
for stamping on it, like for, you know, for, it was a hard material and the way you, sometimes you, you make it soft is by, you know, stomping on it, by treading on it. So he hired him for that, bitcha, bitcha masa, for every, for every trotting, for every stamp, for every, uh, you know, foot that he put down on it, he was going to pay him a all. He was going to give him money for each one. Dinosaurus is simply hired hand. That's why we said we were talking about payment, do at the end of the day or not, because we're talking about payment. We're not talking about um, we're not talking about where the guy improved something, a craftsman improved something. Does he own it until he sells it back to you? No, we're not talking about that. We're talking about you were hired basically uh, to do manual labor, to stamp on it for every for every uh, time that you tread on the uh, on the garment. We'll give you a dollar, you know, something like that. So the Midas can be carved, but this when you held originally, when you thought originally, don't argue, but she didn't hire him by stamping. He hired him to fix the item. And he said, what? That you fix the item, pay him at the end, uh, and you still hire for uh, for not paying him on time. The silent of Shashis, and then it's approved of Shashis' rule. The bar membership, they asked Shashis, Kablonus. A Kablon is a contractor. Same thing would be a, you know, a tailor or a dry cleaner or a carpenter, whatever. Over ask him this question. Is Baltalan only when you have a higher worker, you're paying him by the hour or by the day, you have to pay him at the end of the day, or else you're over on Lotalan? Or is it even for a Kablan who took himself to a job? They asked him that question. said, over, you're over. So this argues with Ravasi, because according to Ravasi, that what that Muna that woman, Konashvachli, if he owns it, if 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 I if I if I acquired it by fixing it, it's mine. So what kind of you're not my I'm not a worker for you I'm a kablan I own the item now you want it you pay for it you buy buy it back so since Rav Shesha says that the woman is over and that's mashma that that uh, that the explanation is a kablan over shemtalon and he said he is over mashma disagrees with Ravasi he says that the kablan is not doesn't acquire ownership he's simply a hired hand it's no proof from there because Rav Shesha could be talking about a kablan who was a mailman <laughs> where it wasn't the item that he was improving. If, if it's an item that he's improving, you're right. Maybe then you'd hold like Ravasi, the Roman Konish Vachli. But here, the woman that he'd be talking about is a Kablan, not an woman, but a Kablan, uh, who was hired to a messenger service. He was hired to take an item from one place to another. He's a mailman. Let's say this Shaila of what? Of is an Uman Konish Vachli or not? Ravasi says yes. And Shmuel seems to say not, but we'll see. What happened here? A woman says to a man, I said, should I make for me a bracelet, and some earrings, brass, or rings? She gives him some material, some metal, and she says, fashion for me one of these items, and I'll be married to you by that. When you give me that item, I'll be married to you. Mayor says, as soon as he made them, apparently, and returned it to him, right? She's Mukadesh. She's not Mukadesh until he gives her some money. Now, my mom, what, what mom are we speaking about? So we talk about the mama itself, that that metal, the rings, the earrings, whatever. Some chazor mayor, some rosa mama low. El mama kasha. What does the rabbanon? The rabbanon say she's not mukadesh until she gets let's call it the earrings back. When she gets the earrings, he's mukadesh with those earrings. He has to give her something. And what's her mayor saying then? He's mukadesh as soon as he made them, even if he didn't give it back. How could that be? He has to give her something. All right, he has to give her something. El am I no? El apshita my mama mama nacher. When the Chacham said he has to give her something else, Rameyer says she's Mukudeshis as soon as he made them and gave them to her. Right? Whereas the Chacham say you're not Mukudeshis until he gives her something else. Right? My Makshel, Pshita, my Mama, Mamanacha. According to Rabbanan, say 
if he just, if she just made them, uh, uh, what happened? She gave him material and he said, she he had make me earrings and then give it to, uh, make me earrings and I'll get married to you that way. Romeo says, okay, uh, when you give them back to her, when he gives her back the earrings, she's married. And the Chum say, no, now I'm guessing until he gives her something else. What's going on? What's going on? El Pshita, my mom and my manacher. The Savrua we held, we assume. The Kulyami Yeshon, when I hire you to work for me, every minute, that, let's say every five minutes, you're, you're entitled to a pruta, right? So I owe you that money. That's a loan, right? You can't be Makadish with a loan, right? If you lend money to a woman uh, on Sunday and you say on Monday, I'll tell you what, you know, the money I lend you, be married to me with that money. That's your ring. Doesn't work. Why? Because Melville outside it. Melville's meant for spending. It doesn't, not here right now. Uh, so everywhere, assume everybody holds when it comes to Yeshon Chiyos about so that when you're hired, every minute that you that you, you gather up a pruta of work, that you've done a pruta of work, I owe you that money. That's a loan. Everybody holds You can't be Makadish with a loan. My love, maybe that's the Machlok is here. This child that Ravasi brought up. There's an Omen Konad or not. Right, or a mayor of her omen What happened? She said to the man, "Make me a set of earrings, and I'll get married to you." Okay, so he made her the earrings. He acquires it when he made it. Right, he, it's his now, and he gives it to her. Fine. No, he doesn't know why. She, the item still belongs to her. So, what did he give her? How does she marry to him? Oh, so Rabban say you only get married if you give her something else. Even though he said, even though she said to make me these earrings, and I'll be married to you, but the earrings belong to her the whole time. The metal belongs to her. So the, he's not giving her anything. And that's why the Rabbanan say, you're not married unless you give her something else. So that's Machlokas here. But the, the Shail of Ravasi and Shmuel is Umin Komer Meshvachli or not. Maybe that's the Machlokas here. Or Meir says Umin Komer Meshvachli. And Rabbanan says, Ain Umin Komer Meshvachli. You notice the Rabbanan Sechon of Yeran, Ain Umin Komer Meshvachli. The Rabbanan that, uh, that says that we're not, we don't have like Ravasi, Ain Umin Komer Meshvachli. Right? So the Gemara says, look, it's no proof from here. It could be everybody holds like the Rambam says. Here's a machlokas. When I when you're hired, when what happened? She gave him the earrings to make, and as she made as as he was making them, she owed him money, right? She owed him money every five minutes that he worked on it. She owed him some money, right? That question was herself. No, she only owes him the money at the end. She doesn't owe him any any money while he's working. So there's no loan over here. When at the end, when he's finished making it, he gives it to her. And that's it. They're fine. Right? He, at that point, what does she owe? When he finished making the earrings, she owes him $10, let's say, for making the earrings. So he says, okay, instead of the $10, I'm giving it to you right now. I'm giving you this item. It's scarce to me at the end. There's no outstanding loan. As soon as it's finished, I'm giving it to her. At that point, you're married. Okay, so it's a loan. It's outstanding all along. Every five minutes that he works on it, she owes him a nickel or he owes him a dollar. And, uh, and and then he's trying to get married to her with that loan. He can't get married with the loan. Or you can say everybody holds that it's an outstanding loan as you work for him. Even though Milvah not saw it, but he also you could be Makadish with that. Maybe that's Machlokas. Everybody holds that 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 the Skiris you owe her the money all along. That he she owes him the money for making the earrings all along. Everybody holds like the Psaki and the Gemara that Everybody holds like we hold that Omen doesn't require it. Yes. He couldn't, she couldn't get married to him 
with the work that he did in making the earrings for her. Why? Because he owes she owes him the money all along. That's a milva. He can't encounter the, the milva. And he doesn't own it, right? So he's not giving her anything. What's it over here is, yes, she gave him the medal, but then he added a little bit of extra for himself. He added a little uh, pearl onto it or whatever. He added a little for himself. If you're Makadash Anisha with a loan, outstanding loan, that doesn't work. Yes, but he gave her a pruta also. What is she thinking about? She's thinking about the pruta. Therefore, it's a good marriage. Her thinking about the loan. She's, she's accepting the marriage based on the loan. And alone, it doesn't work. We have the same achlokis, the tanya b'scharsha, cccm club, and in Kadeshis. If he says, marry me with the money that you owe me, that I've worked for you, that's not a kedushin. Why? Because it's a loan. The Tanakhama holds, right? That I'm going to work for you, that, that it does work, because that's not a loan. Because you pay at the end. Neither one, whether the schar that I'm going to work for you, the schar, Polish and the because that's a loan. Either way, it's a loan. Whether I'm with the schar that I work for you, which is a loan, or whether the work that I'm going to do for you, which is also a loan, he added a little thing extra, a little pearl, or a little item on, onto that, then Mukudeshis. Why? Because Bain Tamakam and Russell and Machlokas is Ikibnaya Skiris, it's Skiris of the Sofer, not the Tanakama holds and Skiris of the Sofer, and Nasa says, Yesh and Skiris Mutia Sof. Bain Reb Nasa, Rabbiud and Nasi, Ikibnaya Milva Pruta. When he added something on, is her mind on the loan, then it wouldn't be a marriage because Ain Makashal and Kadeshis, or is her mind, her thoughts are on the Pruta that he's giving her. He says, I, I lent you money yesterday, $10, or you owe me $10 for work, that's a loan. Marry me with that $10 plus this little extra. Uh, coin that I'm giving you here. This is extra pruta. First, she's thinking about the pruta, and then it is a good marriage. So that's why, uh, that's what we're talking about over here, that according to Rameyer, her mind is on the pruta, right? And therefore, it's a good marriage. According to Rabana, her mind is on the loan, and that's why it's not a good marriage unless he gives her something else. All right, we're up to Amr Shmuel. We'll pick it up here tomorrow. Mitz Hashem on Rosh Chodesh. Amr Shmuel, mark that on your Gemara so you know where we're up to. Yes, we can start, we start here tomorrow. Mitz. Have a good day, everybody. Good day, Shkodesh. Good day, Shkodesh. Keep her cutting. Good one. I win, boy.